How is everyone today? Alam ko naman bless kayo. Gusto ko lang sabihin nyo. Because the more we speak it, the more we say it, the more it becomes real to us. Kailangan sinasabi po yan. We know God has blessed us. We know God loves us. We know that we also love God. Pero dapat bang sabihin yan? Dapat. Tingnan nyo yung sa bahay, pag yung asawa, yung lalaki hindi na sasabihin sa asawa niya, I love you, magulo ang bahay ninyo. Alam naman ng asawa, mahal na mahal siya ng husband niya, pero dapat sabihin pa rin. Diba? Ganon din si Lord, no? We say that we are blessed to be a blessing so that the reality of that word, the reality of that world, will begin to manifest in our lives. Our gospel today is so rich in wisdom. Pag binasa niyo ulit to, pag uwi niyo sa bahay niyo, and you try to read it prayerfully, you will get so many things from our gospel today. And it would teach us how to be wise in life. Maraming taong matalino, pero hindi marunong. Iba kasi yung matalino, iba yung marunong. Minsan may mga tao na maraming alam sa buhay, wala namang ginagawa sa buhay. Bakit? Matalino lang, hindi marunong sa buhay. But if you listen to the words of Christ, Christ will give you wisdom. Not only knowledge, but wisdom. What is wisdom? What is the difference between knowledge and wisdom? Well, knowledge will tell you what heaven is. Wisdom will teach you how to get to heaven. Paano ka makapasok doon? Amen? There are three things I would just like us to focus. Maraming matututunan sa gospel natin. But there are three things that I would like us to understand carefully today. And I believe this is something that the Lord would like to emphasize to us. Okay? But before we go to the gospel, anong meron sa first reading natin? Our first reading, sinabi doon, Buy bread without money. Mahirap yata yan. Sino sa inyo nakaranas na nang pumunta sa bakery, bumili ng tinapay na hindi nagbayad? Okay. One time, I was in a grocery. Pumunta ako sa grocery. Limited yung budget ko. A miracle happened. Walang gatas. Yung baby namin, walang gatas. So, pinainom namin ng tubig. Yung bata pala, malalaman niya yung lasa ng tubig at gatas. Akala ko pareho lang yan sa bibig ng bata. No? The child will know. Yung youngest namin. So, nung pinom namin ng tubig, linagyan lang namin ng asukal para magkaroon ng lasa. Wala pang pambili ng gatas eh. That was way back then. Pinaglaruan ng bata yung tubig sa bibig niya, hindi niya ininom. So, that day, nagpray kami ng, ni Alice. We prayed. And sabi ko, tulog natin sa Diyos itong problema natin. What we cannot do, we give it to God. So, nangyari, may pumunta sa bahay isang kasama sa church, bumili siya ng pantalon sa ukay-ukay. Nung sinukat niya sa bahay, kasi malapit yung bahay namin sa market, nung sinukat niya, hindi kumasya sa kanyang binili niya. So sabi niya kay, kay Alice, sabi niya, itry mo, baka kasya sa'yo. Nung sinuot ni Alice, kasyang kasya kay Alice. So sabi niya, sa'yo na lang yan. Okay? 
Nung sinuotan ni Alice, umalis na yung tao, pagdukot ni Alice sa bulsa, may papel sa loob ng bulsa. Nung kinuha ni Alice, merong $10. Okay? Hindi ko alam. Basta tatlong pirasong papel. Basta umabot ng $10 or something like that. So kinuha niya kagad yung $10. Sabi sa akin, may pangbili ng gatas. So I went, pumunta ako doon sa neighbor namin, Chinese money changer. Pinapalitan ko yung dollar. Binigyan ako ng peso. Then I went straight to the grocery. Diretso kagad sa grocery. Baka mawala pa. So I went there. I, I, I bought the milk for the child. Binili ko yung gatas. At meron pang natira. So, bumili na ako ng mga gamit din sa ano, groceries para sa bahay. But then, nung kinukompute-compute ko na yung binili ko, pangasabi ko parang sosobra yata yung kinuha ko. So, binawasan ko, binalik ko yung iba. Basta importante nandun yung gatas. When I was already at the counter, nung kinukompute na ng cashier, yung babayaran ko, when I was about to pay, sabi ng cashier, may nagbayad po. Sabi ko, bakit? Sabi ko, itong pera. Sabi niya, yung babae doon sa dulo. At the end of the line, there was a woman there. Binigyan niya na instruction yung cashier na kahit magkano ang kunin ko, babayaran niya. So, inisip ko, sayang. <laughs> Pinoy na Pinoy eh, di ba? Sayang. Well, anyway, yan na yan. So, binayaran niya lahat. Okay? And... Yung sinasabi sa first reading natin, buy bread without money, it's real sometimes. Okay? Hindi naman araw-araw nangyayari, pero minsan mangyayari yan. You will be able to get food without even paying for it. Ganyan kabait ang Diyos. Amen? The second reading today shows us the compassion of St. Paul. That even though he knew Christ has already saved him, he already knew that he is going to heaven already. But because of the Jews, yung countrymen niya, hindi na nanampalataya sa ating Panginoong Heso Kristo. Sabi ni St. Paul, instead na talagang magfe-feeling angat ako sa kanila, he felt compassion for them. Naawa siya. Okay? He felt compassion for them. Yun ang sinasabi ni St. Paul. I grieve with my own people. I suffer with my own people. Okay? So those are the first and second reading. Now let's go to the Gospel today. There are three lessons that I would like us to look at in our Gospel today. Number one, I would like us to see God's compassion. The second thing, I would like us to see God healing us. Okay? God is a God who heals us. And number three, I would like us to see that God is also feeding us. Pinapakain din tayo ng Diyos. Okay? So the first part of our gospel today, sabi doon sa gospel natin, Jesus, when He heard it, ano bang narinig niya? Yan ang umpisa ng gospel natin. When He heard it, He departed from there by boat to a deserted place by Himself. Merong isang balita na narinig yung Panginoon natin na talagang nalungkot siya. He was so saddened by that news. What is that news? It was the news of St. John the Baptist's death. So alam natin, pinatay na. Pinapatay na ni Herod si John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is Jesus' cousin. Silang dalawa ay nagtatrabaho sa ministry. If there is one person who can understand Jesus, it is his cousin, St. John the Baptist. 
Yun lang nakakaintindi sa kanya. And he heard that he was already executed. Pinatay na siya. So, as a human being, alam natin, yung lungkot minsan ay bahagi ng buhay natin. And Jesus wanted to go by himself alone. Sino sa inyo nakaranas ng ganyan? Na minsan gusto mo talaga mag-isa muna. You don't want people around you. Ganon din si Lord. He wanted to go to a deserted place and to be by himself, probably to pray, to get strength from God. But then pagdating niya doon, when he reached that place, nandun na yung mga tao. People wanted to see him. People did not allow Jesus to be alone by himself. Nandun na yung mga tao. And imbis na magalit yung Panginoon natin, instead of getting angry with people coming to Him every time, the Scripture says when He saw the people, He felt compassion for them. Okay? Kinalimutan niya ang sarili niya. Alam mo, pagkasama natin ang Diyos, ang Diyos, hindi niya iniisip ang sarili niya. God does not think of Himself. God is always mindful of you and me. Tayo ang iniisip niya. That's why the first thing we have to realize when Christ saw the people coming to Him, He felt compassion for them. Compatio in Latin. To suffer with. Okay? The first thing we have to understand, we have a God who is not aloof when it comes to us. God is not indifferent to our sufferings. Alam ng Diyos ang pinagdadaanan natin sa buhay. He may be a mighty God. He may be someone lofty, high and uplifted, yet He is always present with us. He never leaves us. He never abandons us when we go through trials in life. Even if we make mistakes, Iiwanan ka ng tao, pero ang Diyos hindi ka talaga iiwanan kahit may malik ka. And here, we, we see today in the person of Jesus, kaya nga yung, yung gospel natin, it speaks so much of the Eucharist that we celebrate every Sunday. Ano napansin ninyo pag nagmisa tayo? Huh? What, do you, what do you notice? At the start of the Mass, the priest stands in front of the people. Nandito yung pare. Okay. And just like Jesus, when you come to church for the Eucharist, the first thing you will see is the priest facing you, embracing you with compassion. Yan ang unang makikita natin pag nagsimba tayo. The priest, he stands in the person of Christ, in persona Christi. He stands in front of you, not just representing Jesus, but He stands in Jesus' place Himself. Shamismo. He is Christ to us. The priest who stands before you is Jesus Himself in bodily form, standing right in front of you. Kayo inuuna ng pare, the priest receives you, the compassion, okay? When I say compassion, hindi lang naaawa ang Diyos sa atin, sumasama ang Diyos sa hirap natin. Compatio means to suffer with. He's with us in our suffering. He never promised us na gaganda ang buhay natin at walang problema. Hindi talaga nag-promise si Lord. 
na pagsumunod ka sa Kanya, ang buhay mo ay walang problema. Minsan nga, pagsumunod tayo sa Diyos, mas dumadaming problema natin. Amen? Pero itong promise niya, He promised us that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will not fear at all. Why? Because He will be with you. Kakasama mo siya. The only thing He promised is that you will never walk alone. I will be with you. And for me, my dear brothers and sisters, that is so much comfort in life to know that God walks with us, that God understands my pain, that God understands my weaknesses. God understands the suffering that I'm going through. God understands everything that I'm going through in life. Why? Because He walks with you and me every day and He understands it. Why? Kasi nararamdaman niya at naranasan niya rin yan sa buhay niya. That's the first thing we need to realize. And Christ, His compassion is a reflection of God's compassion to us. Pag nakita niyo si Kristo, sabi niya, if you see me, you have already seen God. That's why the compassion of Christ for His people, the compassion of Christ for the sick, the compassion of Christ for those who are helpless, that is a reflection of God's compassion to us. We have a God who is not in, indifferent to our sufferings. We have a God na hindi na hindi mo sabi na, na hindi nakakaintindi sa The kind of God we have and we see him in Christ is the God who suffers with us. Sinasamahan tayo sa lahat ng bagay na pinagdadaanan natin sa buhay kasama natin siya. Hawak hawak niya ang kamay natin kahit na hindi na tayo nakahawak sa Kanya, hawak pa rin niya tayo. Amen? That's the first lesson we have to understand in our gospel today. God is so full of compassion. His mercy endures forever. And so, when Jesus saw the great multitude, He was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Okay? Yung unang niyang ginawa. Because God was so moved with compassion, He healed their sick. Okay? He brought healing to them. Maraming lumapit sa kanya may sakit. 5,000 men. Hindi binilang yung babae. Sabi dito, 5,000 men. So kung lahat ng men na yun may asawa, di, 5,000 din yung babae. So 10,000 lahat. Hindi rin binilang yung mga bata. Sabihin na lang natin, bawat couple, dalawang bata. The another 10,000. So mga 20,000 po lahat yun. The Bible only counted 5,000 men. Ang lalaki lang binilang. And when they approached Christ, sabi niya, He had compassion for them. What moves God to help us? What moves God to bring solution to our problem? is His compassion for you. Wala naman siyang makukuha sa'yo. Okay? Walang hidden agenda ang Diyos sa atin. Tutulungan ko to kasi gagamitin ko to. Walang ganyan ang Diyos. God is not like that. What prods Him to help us is simply and purely compassion. Anong diferensya sa pity and compassion? 
When someone has pity on you, naaawa lang yung tao sa'yo. Pero walang gagawin yan. You know? Walang gagawin. Makita mo yung mahirap. Sabi mo, ay kawawa. Hanggang ganyan ka lang. Tasabihin mo lang kawawa. That's pity. You pity someone, you just feel for them. But here, God does not just pity us. He has compassion on us. The difference between pity and compassion, compassion is action. Yes, naawa ang Diyos sa atin, pero hindi niya tayo hahayaan na kawawa na lang palagi. God would move. God would do something for us that is compassion. Amen? Hindi yan pity. Hindi yan sympathy. God does not just sympathize with us. He does not just take pity on us. God is compassionate with us. He will always do something for you. Okay? Huwag niyong kalimutan yan. And so what happened was, because of his compassion, he started to heal the sick. Oh, this is beautiful. Kasi, itong gospel na to natin, nandito rin yung account nito kay Mark. You know, this is the only miracle that Jesus did, the feeding of the 5,000, is the only miracle Jesus did that is recorded in the four Gospels. Minsan kasi merong nakarecord kay John na miracle na hindi nakasulat kay Matthew. Minsan merong isang miracle dun kay Matthew, hindi na masulat kay Mark. Okay? But the feeding of the 5,000, this account of the feeding of the 5,000, it is written in the four Gospels. Maliban dun sa resurrection ni Jesus, ito lang yung miracle na nakasulat sa apat na gospel. You see, this miracle must have a tremendous impact in the life of the early Christians. Malakas siguro yung impact ng miracle na to na nasulat talaga sa apat na gospel. And nakasulat dito ngayon sa Matthew yung binabasa natin, when Jesus saw them, He had compassion on the people, then He started to heal the sick. He started to do something about the problem. Yan ang kagandahan sa Diyos. Minsan pag lumapit ka sa tao, yung tao naaawa lang sa'yo, pero walang gagawin. Titingnan ka lang, pero naawa sa'yo. Ang Diyos, pag naawa sa'yo yan, may gagawin yan. He will do something about your situation. Kaya nga sinasabi ko, importanteng makinig. Pakinggan nyo. Kasi meron siyang gagawin. Pag may problema ka, may gagawin talaga ang Diyos. Makinig ka. Okay? So, what happens next when, when God saw them and had compassion on them, He started to heal the sick. Sabi naman kay Mark, sa account ni Mark, when He saw the crowd, He had compassion on them and He started to teach O saan ba talaga, Father? Sabi ni Matthew, he started to heal the sick. Sabi ni Mark, nung nakita niyo yung mga tao, he had compassion, he started to teach. So, sinong tama? Nag-teach ba siya o nag-heal? Okay, sino nagsasabi nag-heal? Sino nagsasabi nag-teach? Sino talagang hindi magtataas ng kamay kahit papano? Okay. I think he did both. Okay. Remember the Bible said God sent his word and healed them. One way that God heals us is to teach us. Amen. Amen. Uh, kaya nung nagpa-check up ako sa doktor 2 weeks ago, 
Sabi ng doktor sa akin, Father, pag puti na kanin yung kakainin mo, one cup lang. So sabi ko, naku, one cup lang, baka mamatay ako na maaga niya. Sabi niya, kung gusto mo dalawang cup, brown rice. Oh, so pwede. Pwede dalawang cup, tumawa si Brother Joseph. Pwede, may pag-asa tayong kumain na marami. Sabi niya, pag black rice, two and a half cups. Oh, sabi ko, paganda ng paganda. Sana may blue. Baka pwede tatlo. Okay? So, two cups is brown rice. He taught me. Tinuruan ako ng doktor. So, my life now is not miserable. Okay? I can eat two cups of rice. Brown lang. Okay? He taught me how to take care of my body. Ganon din si Lord. Okay? Sometimes we get sick because we, we don't know kung anong kakainin, anong gagawin natin. Sometimes we do things that make us sick. Amen? So he started to heal them. Sabi ni Mark, he started to teach them. Okay? God brings healing to us. God is a God who heals. One of the name that God has is Jehovah. Huh? Rapha. The God who heals. God really heals. Why? Because sickness does not come from God. Amen? Sickness never comes from God. And so He is the one who heals. He heals us. He teaches us. Tingnan nyo yung misa natin ulit. Pagkatapos nating lumapit, kumanta, pumasok na yung pare, anong nangyayari sa misa? Then the word is read to us. Binabasa na yung salita ng Diyos. Nakikita nyo ba yung gospel natin sa misa natin? After the priest receives everyone, after the priest blesses everyone, we enter into the presence of the Lord. The first thing we do is not communion. Wag muna. Amaya na yung kain. Kwentuhan muna. Okay? Then the Lord gives us His word. If you listen well to the word of God, that word will already cause healing to come in your life. There is already healing Minsan, akala natin yung healing nangyayari pag ina-anoint na lang tayo ng oil during the Eucharist. No. Healing comes when you begin to listen to the Word of God. The Bible said, God sent His Word and healed your disease. It pays to listen to God because when we begin to listen to what God says, His words will bring healing to you. It brings healing in the inside and outside. Amen? Minsan yung sugat natin malalim. Akala natin yung sugat natin nandito lang sa kamay. O minsan yung sugat natin nasa paa. O minsan nandito sa ulo yung sugat natin. Pero mga kapatid, yung sugat natin minsan malalim tumatagos at umaabot sa kaluluwa natin yan. Amen. And when God heals your sickness, He does not start outside, He starts inside. 
Amen? Amen? He starts in the inside. He brings His Word right into your soul. The Word of God is sharper than any two double-edged sword and it cuts through. Parang surgical knife yan. Yung salita ng Diyos, parang kutsilyo ng doktor, hinihiwa. And it cuts through your heart, it cuts through your soul, and it heals you there. Then that healing becomes manifest also in the outside. You understand what I'm saying? Okay? So that's the second thing we need to learn about God in the gospel today. The third thing is very important. Asabi dito, he started healing their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a deserted place and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. Ano nangyari? Inabot sila ng gabi. Alam mo naman, pagkasama mo si Lord, time flies. Lumilipad yung oras. Pagkasama mo kaaway, ang haba ng oras, nagmamadali ka, di ba? Tingin ka ng tingin sa liro, rilo mo. Tapos iniisip mo, ang tagal naman umalis to, pagkaaway. But if you're with someone you love, yung kasama mo, mahal na mahal mo, yung mata mo kumikititap-kutitap, di ba? Pagtingin mo sa rilo mo, ay, alas dosi na. <laughs> Time flies. Lumilipad yung oras when you with someone you love. Ganon din si Lord. Kaya nung nagsama sila, Jesus started to heal, Jesus started to teach them. Naku, napakasarap. Iniisip ko, pag nandun siguro ako, hindi na ako aalis doon sa presence na yon. Okay? I will stay there. Pero hilab na yung chan. Kita mo ha, hindi pa sila nagsasabi na gutom sila, alam na kaagad ni Lord. Napansin nyo ba? Walang nagsabi kay Lord, Lord, excuse me, ah, uh, Matsa nagutom mo ta kami, Lord. Wa kita may naghambal kanda. Alam mo sino nakapansin na gutom na yung tao? Alam mo sino nakapansin? Ha? Si Jesus lang. Bakit? Tao rin siya, gutom na rin siguro siya. No? So sabi niya, uh, sabi ng mga apostles sa kanya, Lord, excuse me, it's getting late. Siguro, pauwiin na natin yung mga tao para makabili na sila ng pagkain at kumain na rin sila. Yan ang solusyon sa problema natin palagi. Bumili ka na lang. Diba? Pag masakit ang ulo, pumunta na lang sa butika, bumili ka na lang doon. Pag masakit ang tiyan, pumili ka lang. McDonald's, Jollibee, Chow King, kahit saan. Diba? Yan ang solusyon natin sa buhay palagi. If we have problems, you just go and you buy. A little of this, a little of that. And you know what? It will never satisfy. Ay, alam ni Lord yan. That's why sabi ni Lord, yan ang solusyon nyo. Paalisin yung mga tao and bumili na lang sila ng pagkain. It will not suffice. It will not be enough. Etong sabi ni Lord sa kanila, you give them something to it. They do not need to go away. Hindi nila kailangan umalis. Pakainin nyo sila. 
Tama ba yung solution ni Lord? Tama. But ang question natin palagi ganito eh. Dito tayo na, this is where we fail. Paano? How? Well, there are times we know how, but there will be days you will not know how. You just have to do it. And so sabi nila, Lord, kulang yung pera. Sino sa inyo napakakilala? How many of you here have experienced nagpakain kayo ng limang libong tao? Nakaranas na ba kayo? Ilang tao yung pinakamaraming napakain natin sa church? 300? Oh, sabi ni Sister Nemia, naranasan na tante, nagpakain tayo ng 300 people sa church. ba? Oh, 300 pa lang yan. Have you tried feeding 5,000? Men, ha? Wala pa yung asawa. Hindi naman pwede sabihin mo, o oh, mga lalaki, kain kayo. Mga asawa, antayin nyo muna. Kasama yung asawa. ba? Package deal yan, eh. Pag pinakain mo yung lalaki, pakainin mo yung asawa niya at mga anak niya. So, 20,000 people, all in all, probably. And how can you feed that? How will you do it? Well, number one, we have to understand, God is a God who feeds. And He doesn't care how many, how much, God can feed you. Can you tell the person beside you, God can feed you? Huwag niyong kalimutan yan. Pag uwi sa bahay mamaya, walang kanin, walang ulam, mag-smile na lang. Okay? Kasi God can feed us. And here is how God will do it. Hindi nila alam kung paano gawin ni Lord. The gospel shows us how. Okay? Number one. Sabi niya, again, nakikita niyo ba yung misa natin sa gospel natin ngayon? Pagkatapos ng word, saan tayo? Kakain na tayo sa table. Ilan kayong kakain? Ang dami natin ngayon itong araw na to, di ba? Kaya ba ni Lord? Yes, He can. And He will later on feed us. Okay? So, what does He do? Anong ginawa ni Lord? Yung pinakain niya sila. Sabi niya dito, Sit down. Paupuin muna sila. Ang hirap nun, pagutom yung tao, Hindi mapakali yan, hindi umuupo yan. Pagutom na. Nakikita ko yung nanay, pagutom na yung mga anak. Yung nanay, parang ibon yan, lipad ng lipad na yan. Okay? You cannot let a mother whose children are hungry sit down and do nothing. Pero sinabi ni Lord sa kanila, you sit down first. Why? Because eating, tandaan natin, yung pagkain, hindi lang po, it's not just about food. Okay? There is something more when it comes to eating. What is important in eating is fellowship. Yung pagsasalo-salo. Kaya hindi pwede sa bahay na sabihin mo, Anak, kung sinong gustong kumain, kumain na lang, scheduling na lang tayo. ba? O ma, mauna ako kumain. O, kanya-kanya. Pag araw-araw ganyan ang pamilya, that family will deteriorate. Because strength 
in the family is forged. Na kahit anong hirap ng problema ng pamilya, kakain tayo sabay-sabay. Yan ang sabi ng nanay. Kaya pag sinuntok ako ng kapatid ko, sasabihin ko sa nanay ko, kayo na lang muna kumain, mamaya na ako. Sasabihin ng nanay ko, hindi pwede. Umupo ka sa lamesang ito. Huwag paantayin ang grasya ng Diyos. So nandun ka, kahit galit na galit ka, nagdurugo ang puso mo, tumutulo yung dugo sa nguso mo, uupo ka sa table. Ang hirap kumain, katabi mo yung sumapak sa'yo. ba? So difficult. But my mother would always say, you sit down. That's why hindi tumatagal ang away sa pamilya. Okay? Because the grace of God is provided when we come together. Where two or three are gathered in my name, I will be in the midst of them. That's why in feeding us, ang unang sinasabi ni Lord, umupo muna. Huwag mag-away, huwag magtampuhan, huwag mag-inggitan, huwag maggalit sa bawat isa. Sit down first. Fellowship first. Paano ang gagawin natin sa communion? Kung sasabihin ko na lang, o kanya-kanya na tayong kuha dito, hindi pwede. Upo muna tayo. Let's sit down, let's listen to God, let's fellowship first, then we will have communion. Okay? The second thing, obilisan oh, ko. The second thing we have to understand when God feeds us. Sabi ng mga apostles sa kanya, Lord, we only have five loaves and two fish. Limang pirasong tinapay lang at dalawang isda. Can it feed 5,000 people? Sino may mga business dito sa pagkain? Sino ang business sa pagkain? Ba't ayaw mo i-raise yung kamay mo? <laughs> okay, si Shena sana. Wala dito. Okay. Yung mga nagbibusiness sa pagkain, mga catering, kasya ba limang tinapay, dalawang isda, magpakain sa limang libong lalaki na kasing laki ko? Ha? Hindi. Sabi ni Sister Nime, hindi. Ayan. Totoo yan. Hindi talaga. But what did Jesus say? Sabi niya, Lord, this is only what we have. How can we feed them? We have only five loaves and two fish. Then this is what the Lord said. You give it to me. Ah, the secret. Christ feeding us. Whatever little you have, yung kapiranggot mo, if you give it to Him, wholeheartedly. That's the key. Because if you give that to Christ, He will multiply whatever little you give. And He will not only multiply, He will transform it. Mamaya, makikita nyo may offering tayo. May magdadala ng tinapay. May magdadala ng alak at tubig. May magdadala ng basket na may tithes and offering. Dadalhin yan dito. Right? Bakit? Papakainin tayo ni Lord eh. 
But you see, every time God feeds us, He wants us to participate. Amen? Walang gagawin ang, ang Diyos sa buhay mo na hindi ka kasama. Every time God does a miracle in your life, He wants you to be part of that. Kahit maliit lang ang parte mo, sabi ni Lord, importante sa Kanya na participate ka pa rin. Ganyan kagaling ang Diyos. Amen? Palapakan natin si Lord muna. Thank you, Lord. Kaling, napakagaling ni Lord talaga. Napakabait talaga. Bakit niya gusto mag-participate ka? Why? So you can feel good also. Every time God helps us, it's a wonderful feeling. Pero iba pa rin yung kasama ka nung ginawa yan. You will also feel what God is feeling every time He helps us. Eh mamaya sa, sa offering natin, dadalhin na yung tinapay dito, dadalhin yung alak, yung tubig. Alam mo, when they offer that to the priest, ibibigay, yung alak na yan, the wine we offer, it will now become the blood of Christ. Ibabalik sa inyo yan mamaya ng pare. Hindi na alak yan, hindi lang alak yan. It now becomes the blood of Jesus. Jesus not just multiplies, He even intensifies it. Yung alak na yan, it becomes the blood of Christ. That wine, if you consume the wine, mawawala yung bisan yan after a few hours. Pag kinain mo yung tinapay, yung tinapay na yan, gugutumin ka rin after a few hours. But if God gives you His blood and His body, it will feed you for eternal life. For eternity, busog na busog ka. Amen? Yan ang kagandahan. Everything that we turn over to Jesus out of our love for Jesus, He can always intensify and magnify it for us. Yung offering na binibigay natin, Last Sunday, wala ako dito, di ba? I was in Antique. Nagmisa ako. Tapos na yung building ng church. Yung mga neighbors doon, yung mga tao sa palibot, sabi na, ang bilis ng building nyo, tapos ka agad. Okay? So, nagmisa ako doon. And as usual, tulo-luha. Bakit? Dream ko kasi magkaroon ng magandang simbahan. Pangarap ko talaga sa buhay, bilang pare, that I will be able to celebrate the Eucharist sa isang simbahan na talagang maganda at atin. Okay, hindi nagre-renta. Kasi sumasakit na yung ulo ko sa renta. Gusto ko yung sariling atin. And it was a dream fulfilled. Ang problema ko lang, hindi na ako kasali doon. Kung saan pa'y tumayo yung simbahan, aalis naman ako. Yun ang iniiyak ko. Well, anyway, yan ang gusto ni Lord. Okay lang, di ba? Kung anong gusto niya, siyang masusunod, hindi ako. So sabi niya, o sige, enjoyin mo tong misa mo kasi itong simbahan na to ay iiwanan mo. You'll be going to, to Kalibo. Well, anyway, nung tinitingnan ko yung building, kwenenta ko yung binigay ko para sa building. Kwenenta ko yung binigay kong 
50 pesos, minsan 150. Pag may pera ako, nakakabigay ako ng 300 o minsan 500. Kayo, magkanong binigay nyo? Wala na nagsasalita. Okay, sabihin na lang natin, maliit po. Maliit lang naman binigay. Yung iba nagbigay ng 10,000, may nagbigay ng 20,000, may iba nagbigay 100,000, may nagbigay 150,000. Tanungin ko kayo, sa 150,000, matatapos bang simbahan? 150,000? Bubong lang yan. Okay? Lahat ng binigay natin, kulang yan. But we gave it We gave it to Jesus. Yan yung offering natin. Every Sunday, dinadala yung offering. Lahat ng binibigay natin, binibigay muna sa Kanya. So yung kapiranggot na mga offering natin, and we turn it over to Jesus, has already built a building, a beautiful edifice that brings glory and honor to God. Amen? Ang ganda talaga. Pag dumaan kayo sa San Jose, nasa highway ka, makikita mo yung bubong ng simbahan from the highway. Sabi ko, bakit bubong lang? Kasi nandun yung cross eh. <laughs> okay? It's so beautiful. And I cannot imagine na yung binigay kong kapiranggot na pera, yung kapiranggot mo, yung kapiranggot mo, yung kapiranggot mo na pera binigay natin kay Lord. Ngayon, eto na. I think of... of St. Francis of Assisi, nung sinabi ni Lord sa kanya, St. Francis, rebuild my church. So akala ni St. Francis of Assisi, ayusin lang yung simbahan. So pumunta siya sa isang lumang kapilya at nagpanday siya doon, inayos niya. Not knowing that God was telling him to rebuild the church in the world. Now you look at the Franciscan order. The Franciscan order founded by St. Francis of Assisi is all over the world building up the body of Christ. I think of Mother Teresa of Calcutta, India. Wala siyang institutional support, wala siyang pera. She's a small, very small woman. Walang kapera-pera, walang ka-influence-influence. But she ministered to the poor all over the world. How did she do it? She gave what little she had, her strength and energy, Binigay niya kay Lord. And she was able to minister to millions and millions of lepers, poor people. That is what will happen every time we give the little we have to Jesus. Jesus can multiply it. He can intensify it. Then, Tinatago ba ni Lord yung binibigay natin sa Kanya? Does God keep it to Himself? No, He does not. He does not need anything from us. He tells us to give it to Him so He can multiply it and intensify it for you and me. Yung buhay ko na binigay ko sa Panginoon, sira, basag. I will be celebrating my anniversary to the priesthood next week. And yan ang palagi ko naalala, no? Anong naibigay ko sa Diyos? 
isang buhay na sira. Buhay na basag. Pero binigay ko buo. And He turned that life. Jesus took that life na binigay ko sa Kanya. Now, the life I live matters first of all for my children, for my family, and for the church. Dati useless ang buhay ko. Now, it has become useful for the Lord. Sa kapiranggot na bagay na ibibigay mo sa Diyos, He can do wonders and miracles. The five loaves and the two fish, Jesus said, give it to me first. And they gave it to Him wholeheartedly and He fed them 5,000 men, excluding the women and children. Lahat yun pinakain ni Lord. And anong nangyari? May sobra ba? Tandaan nyo palagi, pag si Lord nagpakain, pag si Lord ang nagbigay, mga kapatid, hindi yan tamang-tama lang. Sobra palagi yan. Ang tanong ngayon, bakit sinosobrahan ng Diyos? Why will God always give you more than you ask? So you can be a blessing to others. That you have something to share with the world. Yan ang purpose niya. God will give you more and more and more. He will give you life. He will give you energy. With long life, He will satisfy you so you can be a blessing. 